Hey guys, welcome to Vaudeville. Today is an amazing day and I'm here with... Olivia! <laughs> um, and today what are we going to talk about, Olivia? Uh, we're going to be talking about birth control. Um, <laughs> so yes, sit back, enjoy and listen. So, Olivia, um, what birth control method are you currently on? I am currently taking the Mirena IUD insert. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been on that for, let's say, oh boy, the quarantine has messed it up. So I think two years now. Um, but yeah, I, I just got on that recently um, compared to other things. So yeah. Have you, do you think it's quite effective, like based on your experience? Um, I think I, I prefer this one so far, um, just because I've had less side effects, um, and I feel a little bit more comfortable with it. However, I was not comfortable with it at first. Um, so I've had multiple birth controls so far. So I've done the pill, the arm implant, and then this, I avoided the IUD for a long time, um, because my cousin had it and she now has a kid and it failed. Um, so I was not looking forward to it and very much didn't do it, but, um, my, I had struggled with the other two, um, as I am really bad with keeping up with pills. Um, I was very bad with actually a daily pill. And then, um, I had the arm implant one and that one, I, I never really had any like symptoms that were too bad, um, from birth control. I never really had any two, uh, issues that were too bad from period, you know, daily symptoms. Um, but the arm implant gave me everything. I was hyper emotional about stuff. It was a mess. Um, I have like a couple of funny stories with that, but, um, the IUD was the last option I had just because I need something that I could kind of get, forget about for a long time and still have it work. And my, uh, gynecologist, she was the one that kind of convinced me to it and talked me out of the fear of what happened to my cousin and stuff like that. So yeah, I am on the IUD now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's talk about, I guess the, um, the arm implant one you just mm-hmm. talked about. It's Nexplanon, right? If I'm... Yep. That's the one I was on. Okay. Yep. Nexplanon. So like, um, I was going through like you know deep dive over the internet trying to understand stuff. It's it, as effective as the IUD based on research, ninety nine percent. But a lot of people I've seen who have written talk stuff about it, like oh I lost my hair. I was like what the <laughs> your hair? <laughs> I lost my hair. I went into depression and things like that. And I was like this sounds horrific like why would anyone put themselves <laughs> to that but then you think of knowing the consequences of having why is it like okay either choose you know pain suffering and stuff or choose a child it's like yep <laughs> like and the funniest aspect is that you know i've in the rabbit hole of the internet i found out that they haven't done a lot of research or deeper research on women's birth control they haven't put in a lot of emphasis on it so um, a lot of women end up having things like, I guess, clots and stuff like that. And they're just like, yeah, uh-huh. that's a side effect. Side, side effect. We're not going to upgrade anything. We're going to leave it at that. Take your thing and go by. Bye-bye. Um, like, your take, why is there, like, a negative perception of, like, or, like, well, more or less why society doesn't want to put in more effort into, like, you know, making better forms of birth control for women? I think it just has to do with 
perception of women who take birth control because people automatically pair it birth control with because it's called birth control but they pair it immediate with children and i feel like there's a stigma of women not wanting to have kids right now um i am how old am i 25 and there i don't want kids in the near future if ever <laughs> some of the stage where i just don't know right now um but i feel like there's so much more to birth control than people really think about and those things are ignored. So for me, I typically want a birth control because I had a very um, sporadic period. So I would, there was a time where I was 14, never had sex in my life, never touched a boy and thought I had, I had Jesus in my stomach. I did not have my, my period for two months and was too scared to tell my mother and had this idea that you had to have it like every month or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I was so scared that I didn't get it. That I thought I was pregnant. I didn't. I was like, there's no way. But am I? <laughs> because I, just, I was so afraid. Um, but I think that birth control is also beneficial for so many things. Like people who have, you know, health-related issues um, compared uh, caused by their periods. and that. There's a lot of things that help from birth control. Um, so I think that a lot of the lack of knowledge of it and lack of research is mainly to do with Focusing heavily on just controlling women's bodies, that the, their bodies are specifically for babies, and not highlighting there are so many other things that can go along with having kids, whether it's kids uh, are not good for a woman because of a health condition that could kill her, or you know, there's a lot of things. So I think that there's a big benefit to it, but um, obviously there's still a lot of educating and old world ideals, quote unquote, to kind of consider it and kind of thought process wise so yeah yeah uh, i actually relate so much to what you said i'm constantly feeling that, like you're pregnant every single time you meet superior yep. like when it's irregular i'm like oh my god i am having a child jesus 2.0 <laughs> immaculate conception why god <laughs> i become extremely yep. dramatic like i'm like why you know it's it's literally how society has really taught us that oh yes you know you have to have your periods regularly if not you're pregnant you shouldn't talk about your yep. periods with boys um it's it's weird that things that happen to our bodies are dictated by outside <laughs> it's kind of weird yep. like, oh this is oh this is how things should be for your body okay mm-hmm. it's a generalized concept but like um it's because, you know, we're talking, they were talking about, you know, Johnson & Johnson causing, like, six people having blood cloth and they have to pause the whole thing. And then someone pointed out that a lot of women have blood clots because of um, um, birth controls all the time, but nothing is paused. Everyone's just like, oh, we keep going on. There are so many lawsuits that have been done for birth control yep. companies and all they do is like settle and then it goes on there's no process mm-hmm. of pausing there's no process of like oh yes let's end this now and let's try something else let's find something more reasonable um and it's kind of sickening because people are like oh you know what i choose death or i choose a child what is your yep. choice um i don't know uh, but like there have been mostly recently discussions that you know women should not be the only ones to bear the cause of uh, a child and birth control that men should start considering they should be birth control for men what is your take on that well i know that i've seen research into it in the past um related to men 
or male birth control. Um, I don't know who was running it or whatever it was. But I remember the reason why they shut it down was because of all the symptoms they had. And a lot of the symptoms mirrored women's symptoms. Um, and it was so funny <laughs> that that but shut down this amazing could be a great thing for you know so many people you know experience this experiment but um this research but um it's what we go through on a daily basis mm-hmm. so women are typically seen as having to accept the burden of so much like women are seen as the ones that have to take the birth control if not you know then uh it's on us if something happens blah, blah. no there's also there's sides to it that you know men should be able to be able to take you know care of their own bodies too why can't men be the ones that also are watching out to make sure nothing happens for them it could risk them too you know excuse me and there's just i think that it's it would be a great field to kind of expand into but i think that once men are taken more seriously as birth control kind of receivers that women also will be in some way brought up more with them. And I think that it will be, you'll be getting less symptoms or people will be doing research into getting less symptoms for women too. I think there's a lot of potential that can be inspired, sadly. Mm-hmm. You know, if we can get one more piece of it. Um, but I think that, unfortunately, women are kind of ignored until men are also included in a lot of spaces. Um, so I think that's kind of where my mind is, is that... Um, we can do better, obviously, because women all know what we go through. Um, I've been lucky as I haven't had too many bad symptoms overall. Um, but I think that men need to understand more of what we go through to be able to actually experience it and know, okay, maybe it is more important that we do this. It's not just women complaining, you know? So yeah. that's my thoughts. <laughs> it's it's horrible that, you know, for someone to see the perspective of a woman, it has to be... Uh, mm-hmm. an experienced perspective for for a man you know it's like oh yes you know women they're complaining they always whine blah 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 but then it happens to them and they're like oh it is a serious catastrophe um yep and it's 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 for something that you know i guess because a lot of people have this perception that oh yes you know it's a woman that more or less gets pregnant and then the guy can be like he's he has no visible pregnancy so like the guy can be like yeet and leave like like well um you do you take care of the child there's no law that actually confines the guy to take care of the child so mm-hmm. he goes and leaves and then the lady has to bear the burden and bear society's perspective of her and every other thing exactly and i also think that there's another side to it too that it can protect men because there is there's a new law for a lot of states called rape by deception. Mm-hmm. And it would be like a man who um, says he's putting on a condom, has sex with a woman, and then doesn't. And she doesn't realize, and she could get pregnant from that. And that's part of it. Uh, a woman who takes, who says she takes birth control and doesn't, they try to trap a man to get you know, pregnant, that type of stuff. So there's a lot of things that are like that. And it could benefit someone to keep, keep them safe if a man has also got is going through birth control mm-hmm. and can protect himself too so it's another way of protection rather than just you know oh you can't babies you know it's, it's another way of protection for a lot of people um so i think that it's a benefit in a lot of senses if both parties are now put into equal playing field you know it it allows men to feel more confident in you know dating it allows women to feel more confident um you know 
not worrying about being pregnant or, you know, it's it because birth control, yes, it works 99.9% of the time, but there's always that 0.1% of the time, yeah. like my cousin that has a kid now and she's wonderful, <laughs> but there's always that one piece that could, you know, mess everything up, you know? That, that's very true. Um, also, in terms of, like, 99%, 1%, I realize that if you search, like, you know, birth control methods, like, you know, anyone, you always see the negative stories first. There's no mm-hmm. how they see positive, more or less, like, deterring you from, say, going away from that part. You're like, oh, you know, abstinence is the best option kind of, <laughs> kind of thing. I'm, like... You know, when I was looking through, because I love researching anything that comes to my mind at that time. And I had a whole period where I was just like, all I research now is birth control. And then I was looking at IUDs and I was like, oh yeah, it's 99% effective. I was like, oh, that's good. That's good. Mm-hmm. But then you look at it, like almost every Instagram story or every TikTok story or every, like reddit story has someone say oh you know i i got i got i got uh an iud i got Monero, i got paragraph i got this one but two months later i got pregnant i was like huh yeah are you the one why is the one percent louder than the 99 percent? why is it like that i i really i could not comprehend it it kind of like you know made a lot of red flags like hey don't dare step into you know getting things like that but then again I, 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 like, once I had to, I spoke to a gynecologist about it, and she was like, you know, it's like when you go to a restaurant, the people who are yep. likely to review are people who have bad reviews about the restaurant. The restaurant might be great, awesome, but, like, when you have a bad experience, it comes memorable to you, uh-huh. so you're like, oh, bring out phone, type, 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 and it might just be 0.1% who actually hate the restaurant, but it makes it look like it's more like 50% or 60%, so yeah. Like, that does make it does make sense, but yep. there's still a lot of studies that haven't been done on birth control and the effect on people. Like a lot of lawsuits I've seen, like maybe IUDs, are IUDs ripping through someone's um yeah uh, <laughs> womb or something like that, <laughs> and um or like or like the pill causing someone like serious depression. Um, mm-hmm. it's it's. I don't know. It's a lot of negative that can be done if, like, a, like proper research is done yeah. um, for this. I feel like they don't even get a lot of people to do the trials in the first place. Maybe they pick a lot of, like, a thousand women, not really diversifying type of women, and being like, okay, yeah, you all take this birth control method. Come back if you're great. And so if it's great, they're like, oh, yes, this is the best birth control method ever. It's like... Uh, yeah. <laughs> And also talking about that, let's move a little bit to um, birth control equals to you know people should get birth control if they need to you know because uh-huh. a lot of restrictions, especially when you work, there are a lot of workplaces that are like, hey, you have healthcare, but no, 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 no birth control added to it. Yep. Like, what's your take on that? Because I've had living in Texas, there are a lot of like laws. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that Texas likes to um, implement that kind of goes down that alley yeah well i think that's just, it's it's similar to how i was saying before that the birth control is automatically prepared to having a child and it is ignored for every other reason why women can take it um and i feel like people who 
just have this very small-minded view of it are missing so much because there are so many women who could benefit from it. There are so many men who could benefit from it. There's, you know, for even as of right now, for women taking it, you know, there's there's so many benefits for benefits for it that people miss and ignore because they just think, oh, people want to be promiscuous. People want to have sex. No, <laughs> there's for like for me when I took it, it was because my periods were very sporadic like yeah there's a benefit of you know at some point if i had sex with a boy who fucking cool cool like fun (laughs) but it wasn't what i was looking forward to specifically because i just i was tired of feeling like i was pregnant when i had never had sex before (laughs) you know it was that kind of view of it but there's also so many different types of um kind of birth control things too that some women take it and they don't necessarily stop your period. They just kind of affect certain other things. Like there's all these different uses for each one. And they are kind of confused for, oh, women just don't want to have periods. They just don't want, you know, uh, sorry, they don't want to have children. Um, they just want to, you know, be promiscuous, have sex and, you know, ruin the men's life. No, <laughs> And it's it's sad that there's still these old ideals in what year 2021 at this point, you know, that men like sex too, women like sex too. Like, let if they want to have birth control just to not have children so they can safely have sex, fun. Like that's great. These men that have like that want to be promiscuous have to have a partner. <laughs> like, if they're a straight man, woman would have to be involved freaking with consent to be clear but you know women need to be involved and if women are shamed while men are praised for it that's not right but why can a woman want to be promiscuous want to be not the right word for thinking like it has a bad connotation but why can't women want to have fun (laughs) with their bodies and not be shamed and i feel like you know all these laws are limiting women to vessels to have children (laughs) and the property of some man even though that man also wants to sleep with five other women you know and that's like it's which is again fine like that's great for you as long as they have consent that's great but it's sad that women are kind of displayed as only these baby vessels (laughs) that can only get touched if they want to have a child you know and it's it's upsetting but there are a lot of places that are still very behind (laughs) So, yeah, I, I, I see as like, you know, that one vehicle in which like women actually have control of themselves, they mm-hmm. aren't, um, they're making it very ineffective for us to actually have control of ourselves. Any little bit of control, they, more or less society tries to restrict it. Um, you talked about, you know, people, yeah, a lot of people still believe that, you know, women are baby vessels. They only should have sex, um, for childbearing. Which, uh, <laughs> welcome to 21st century, that ain't it. Um, but the thing is that he was talking about it being a healthcare thing. Because I know a lot of people with horrible periods, very painful periods, periods that land them in the hospital constantly. Um, yep. And like the only method they can actually help themselves, like some people take birth control at 12. Not a lot of people are thinking of sex at all, babies. They're yep. thinking of Disney Channel, Unicorn, Nickelodeon, something. But, like, you know, people get their period as early as eight. And they're going through mm-hmm. hell. 
and they can't process it enough so they're like you know what the best thing for you is to take a birth control it's not like oh yes now this is your no one is ever seen like a birth control like yes my ticket is sex like no one's ever thinking like that it's it's more or less like a healthcare um thing and they should make it more accessible like the way they make a lot of other things like people you get um you can get um pain medications over the counter and stuff like that um but like it is a pain helper for a lot of people and yes it's mm-hmm. not something that is very accessible and even at that it's expensive if especially if you don't have if you don't have health insurance and if your health insurance doesn't cover it because there are some states where yep. your health insurance kind of decide not to cover it um and it's just ridiculous oh recently <laughs> recently i was going to uh what was it cvs with a friend of mine mm-hmm. oh this is not even like this is birth control but like not it's plan b so me and my friend were walking around the cvs and we saw um you know how like oh you can't easily get over the counter drugs but then the plan b we're looking through like you know getting medication and then we turned and we saw the plan b and we're like why is the plan b locked in the case why is it locked yep it makes no sense no one ever comes in to steal plan b Hardly. And if they do steal it, that means they actually do need it. No one is like, you know, it's not something that yep. constantly is stolen. Why is it locked in a case? It's all these little societal restrictions that you are even surprised to see in the 21st century. Like, yep. <laughs> and then if you, if, I'm just imagining someone actually going to get the plan B and like, um, the store person has to come, unlock it. Everyone's staring at you and like, oh, yep. we know what they did. Hmm. It's, it's ridiculous. Like, why is it like every little just this? Is not even like this is the bare minimum in terms of like women getting control of something of themselves, and yet it's being shut down or suppressed. It's horrible. Exactly. <laughs> it's just horrible. I'm. I'm. This is like kind of final question. I'm for people who are kind of on the fence or whether or not to you know get like birth control but some people have religious reasons why they are kind of worried about it or people who are just like unsure generally um and people who like feel like they need it but they're not sure because there are a lot of myths that come with birth control some tell you that oh birth control will make you not have children ever like yeah. <laughs> once you come out of it what's like your advice to them i think that it's 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 inevitable that people will look for guidance online and the internet is a scary place you know when i looked up why i was getting sick in a certain way immediately webmd said i had sickle cell disease which is very untrue as i had just a cold yeah webmd is a scary place um (laughs) but you know it's easy to go online because it's the easiest to access for medical information also there's people you want to get a kind of their personal view from it because you can always learn from you know whatever johnson and johnson advertisement they have for something that it was going to make it look the best and then you have those very tiny little very quick warnings that you have in a commercial <laughs> so there's always going to be those but it's nice to hear from people who have taken it um what you're looking into at least um for their own opinions but the thing you have to also do i think is talk to a doctor about it so get your questions, say, hey, I saw this girl who, like my cousin, had the IUD and had um, had a kid. <laughs> <laughs> and her doctor didn't believe her when she said, hey, I'm having these symptoms. Yeah, it was not ideal. Um, 
didn't believe her that I'm having the symptoms. Doctor just thought that she was just, she just was kind of going crazy about it, like going over exaggerating things. Mm-hmm. And then soon laughter had a child, you know? So I think that it's important to say, Hey, I'm bringing these issues that I've noticed. Please explain these to me and explain why they could have happened. Um, my doctor made me feel a lot better. She's like, that is, if that happens, it's because the doctor themselves input the IUD incorrectly. Um, there's also people that have had blood clots and things like that because those are normal kind of symptoms, sadly, because there's always going to be some sort of symptom or, um, you know, something that comes side, side effects that come with having something like that. Um, have them outline all the side effects because some might be not be a good for what fit for you. And also go through multiple types of um, birth control. So like I said, I went through the pill, couldn't keep up with it and was always terrified that I had a, I was pregnant. Um, so went to the, uh, the arm implant, the arm implant was not for me as it made my symptoms 10 times worse. I'm not one that usually gets like hormonal kind of mm-hmm. upset, but I was watching an old, a rerun of Wizards of Waverly Place. And at the end they had a blooper reel and all that happened the entire time was that the father messed up his line where he like mixed up words, uh, and like said like, you know, I'm going to the store instead of I'm going do the board like you know what I mean like mm-hmm. it's mess of the letters I started profusely crying oh. it was the most <laughs> random thing ever and the thing is though I recognized that it was stupid that I was crying and started laughing hysterically with it so I just looked like a mess alone in my room crying and laughing hysterically at the same time and I'd never had something like that happen before and so the arm implant also was not for me it also gave me you know chest pain and things like that it was not there's a lot of things with it so that was the most interesting part of it but like it, it ended up not being for me and then I talked to my doctor with the IUD and it was my kind of last case scenario there are a few options for them um but that's the one that worked best for me now um and it's been great since I have like slight spotting here and there but really rarely um but it's really important to talk to your doctor about it so but get your questions out of the way um so do the research kind of scare yourself into learning about what these people have gone through just so you can learn about what are the possibilities you can go through and then bring those to your doctor so you can either be assuaged or kind of informed okay this is not the one for me let's try this one so i think those are the best kind of advice i would have for someone who's looking into birth control um but yeah it's it's i think it's good for everybody at least be on it for a bit um at least for symptoms of being a normal woman and not feeling ashamed to want to ask about it because it kind of can be something you'd be fearful of. But talk to people that, that are also on it so you can feel comfortable with it. Um, but, yeah, those are my piece of advice. <laughs> Thank you so much. Like, you have yeah, no doing, problem. I, you know, every episode I do learn something, and today I did learn a lot. Like, I, like... It has just been an amazing conversation, to be honest. Uh, and I even, like, you know, when I was like, oh, who am I going to tell? Like, who am I going to bring on this episode? And I randomly texted, like, Olivia, hi, <laughs> are you on birth control? <laughs> it was an interesting text to get, but I, I'm down. <laughs> yeah, um, but I hope you enjoy, I like, did you enjoy the podcast experience? Yeah, I'm down anytime. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. I mean, in future, I guess in future episodes, we're going to hear more of Olivia. Sounds good. <laughs> um, so, yes, this is the end of the episode. Um, 
and I hope uh, everyone learns at least something because I know like a lot of people listen from different countries and different countries have different perceptions of how birth control is but you know it is healthcare it is something that's needed for a lot of people and Uh it should not be like a lot of stigma for people actually go for it Uh, and people should please stop telling people the myths of this birth control will not cause you to have menopause at 20 (laughs) Um, um, yes we do a lot of research because every country has its own form of birth controls too because you know America has their own UK has their own Canada has their own everyone has Mm -hmm. a company that does it everyone should do research go to your OBGYN they need more people to visit them (laughs) (laughs) and not just for pregnancy issues they do a lot Mm -hmm. more um in terms of your down there help (laughs) yep and also make sure you find an obgyn you trust because there's they are very important um if you don't trust them don't then don't stay with them go somewhere else (laughs) (laughs) yes yes definitely um get you an OBGYN that you trust and will understand you when you actually talk about, you know, your body. You know, mm-hmm. get someone who will dismiss you, who'll be like, oh, no, those things you're feeling, uh, no, that, yep. that's a red flag. That's time for you to eat out of that place. So, <laughs> so definitely find one that's good for you. And like I said, do more research. Um, when you see negative comments and negative reviews, weigh it with other people's experience. Talk to people who you think might have had it. It's not a, it's not a weird thing to go to someone and be like, hey, are you on the medical trial? You kind of... And it's kind of weird in a sense, but like, <laughs> but like you'd be like, oh, but 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 but, but not trying to stigmatize you. I just really needs to know more and more or less. Yeah. Actually, like you know, talk to you about it. It's not like oh, you're going like, hey, are you on birth control? And you're like, that's like yes. I'm like oh, I spit on you. Like no, that's not <laughs> the vibe. It's just yeah. for you to actually have that conversation with someone if you actually need someone's personal experience. Because I realize that when you talk to people, people by people about the experience, you find out that it's different from what you see on the internet. So, oh, do that. Do your research. Go to the OBGYN, the right one, and yeah, they talk to someone who has personal experience of it. So, thank you so exactly. much, Olivia, for joining. No problem. Us. Thank you for including me. I really enjoyed you coming. <laughs> Um, and yeah, see you on Clubhouse. <laughs> so, good, all you have to do is say <laughs> bye to the <laughs> listeners. <laughs> okay. Uh, bye.